This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Janet, welcome to Secrets to Win Big. Janet, you have been recognized in Kenya as one of the top 50 social media power influencers. Can you share with us a little bit about how your journey started, your life, business journey that has brought you to this incredible, fascinating milestone in life? First of all, thank you so much for having me in this uh, podcast. And I like the fact that I'm able to share my story, not only to the people around me, but globally. I did it back to 2015 when I was an intern at one of our media houses in Kenya. I was asked to open a Twitter account, but then I didn't really know what is this Twitter account for. But my work was basically to schedule content on the social media pages for the company. That's why they needed my Twitter account so that I can access Twitter TweetDeck, which is used for scheduling content. After two months, I went back to school. I didn't really recognize that I was doing social media marketing. And having a background of media in the process of us learning, giving examples, I came to notice that Twitter was one of the social media platforms because I only knew about Facebook. Mm -hmm. So when I realized Twitter actually has the tweet deck, it's the scheduling tool that I've been using like three months in the media house trying to share the content, engage with the people. I was like, "Mm, this is something I really love to learn more. How do they even get to an extent of sharing content like this, engaging people at the same time, People were talking about earning from social media. And I didn't really understand how do you go about earning like money Mm -hmm. to your pocket from social media. So it was something that was so exciting for me. So I went to uh, digital uh, spaces or Google websites to social media platforms. I was just searching digital marketing. I was just searching for schools, searching for uh, webinars, for sessions, for communities, so that I can learn, engage with them. And that's how actually I spark my interest in digital marketing. And as for now, I have done it professionally for like three years. And all three, it has been a very amazing journey. And I like the fact that for me, I blended easily because I had a background of media. So Mm -hmm. blending in the digital marketing space was very easy. And uh, communicating was easy, how to engage with people. And that's how I actually came to be who I am right now. Yeah, that's very fascinating. I really love your humility. Because as you Mm -hmm. said, in 2015, the only social media you were aware of is Facebook. And when you were asked to add a Twitter account, that started the whole chain of dominoes where not only did you learn, but you also learned how to use social media to put money in your pocket. And now you're impacting life for everyone. And that takes me to ATC Digital Academy, which is Africa Tweet Chat. So tell me a little bit about the academy. How did you start like based on your vision journey and who are you helping to make a big impact through Africa Tweet Chat? Wow, that's a very big question. <laughs> 
I like the fact that uh, I hadn't thought about being such an educator and a trainer in digital marketing as, as I am right now. And so ATC didn't just come as an idea that I had said I would do it after two years, three years of my digital marketing journey. It was until when I was in the media house, I was doing my articles and actually some of my articles became too trendy in the social media platforms. And so people knew me more. And that's when one day I was like, okay, very many people are actually requesting for ver verification on Twitter. And so I just did it. I'm like, mm, maybe I will get it or maybe not. And then surprisingly, after one week, I was verified. And then I was like, wow, what will I do with this Twitter verification? I have no idea what I'm going to do. I haven't figured out how am I going to be a digital marketing uh, expert in this space. And so it got me uh, thinking of a way I can build a community. Now that I had already enjoyed being part of different communities on social media, learning from them, meeting new people, I was like, okay, with this kind of influence that I've been given, mm -hmm. I can use it to bring people together so that they can learn, so that they can engage, create networks, and especially Africa, where I didn't know who is the marketer from Nigeria, from South Africa, from Ghana, from all other countries in Africa. So for me, it was a challenge to meet these people, to grow these people, and to be able to spark conversations in these different countries so that we can be able to look at digital and marketing as a space where we can grow, learn, build our careers, and also impact more people. So ATC came from a community, which is hashtag Africa Twitch Chat on Twitter. Brilliant. So let me ask you this question. You talked a little bit about your article becoming trendy. First of all, congratulations on that. And it has to be amazing content because you speak from your heart and also always about impact. So what is your advice to anybody writing an article? I believe if you share what comes from your heart and your experience, it actually has more impact than something you're creating from the blues. And this is the strategy I actually used when I was in the media house to create my content. Mm -hmm. It was an experience that I was undergoing. It was a journey that I was undertaking. And through sharing what I was going through and uh, how I could interact with people actually gave me a reason to why people will read my content more and people will resonate with it better. Mm -hmm. So I love that. The secret to writing a great article that will be trendy is start from your heart and your experience. Uh -huh. So... The second follow-up question I also have is you emphasized on the importance of building a community, being part mm -hmm. of a community. You know, we use that word or phrase a lot, but many a time we do not understand, especially in the digital world. What is a good member of a community? What does he or she do? Like, how can, if I am part of a digital online community, mm -hmm. what can I do to be a good member of that community? One thing is you have to make sure that you are seen. In a community is not just like occupying a space or a number and just sitting back and you'll be like, okay, I was the 10th person to be part of this community. It's never like that. Once you are there, you have to make sure that you are seen. And by being seen, it means you need to constantly be part of the conversations, be part of the engagements, 
ask questions, respond to some of the questions asked, and you can also add more ideas. The essence of a community is to spark more conversations, to spark new ideas, at the same time, to gain from the relationship that you are building with this community. The reason why we call a community a community is because they have something that resonates with, mm-hmm. with themselves. They have something that they can be proud of themselves and they always look forward to growing each other. But if you are in a community and you're not looking at that in that way, it means you are there, but you're not there. <laughs> I love you that. Know? You have to mm-hmm. be there and be there. And I love the way you talked about constantly be part, constantly be seen. But more importantly, as you talked about is spark more ideas resonate, ideas that must resonate, because I cannot randomly talk about things. It has to be very relevant, and the relevant communication Uh is huge. Uh So I want to move from there to business branding. And, you know, on social media, you know, you once said, tell your brand story like it's your first date. I'm very intrigued by that concept. What did you mean when you said, tell your brand story like it's your first date? I always imagine me going to a date and then I'm meeting this person who is completely new. Of course, it might be a friend I have known for quite some time, but you know, that is the moment I need to showcase the best part of me, Mm -hmm. which is my personality. What are my values? How do I communicate? How do I represent myself as a whole? A brand is the same. Once you are on the social media platforms, the digital spaces, you need to represent yourself with your personality, with your values, and everything that represents you as a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that concept. Personally, I wrote a book called Customer Karma, in which <laughs> I also draw some similarities with brand and date. Mm-hmm. Visualize, Janet, you and I are best friends. We grew up together. We know each other from the age of three or five mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you hear that Arjun is putting a coupon out on dating sites. Uh If you go out with me in the next weekend, I just will pay for half your Uber cost and drinks up to $9.99. (laughs) You will freak out. Okay, I know the conversation Uh I'll get from you. And then if you hear that I also have a punch card, if somebody goes with me, I give her a punch card that... After five dates, you get carnations. After 10, roses. And after 15 dates, you get a box of Godiva chocolate, okay? Mm -hmm. Now think, if I did that, you would have really hit me on my head and put some sense into me, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what I also look at is, why do we do things in the business world, which I would never even think of doing in the personal life? And that's the part where the date example really resonated. Uh And where did you come up with this example? Like what triggered this whole connection with the first date and the brand? I remember when I was in, um, it actually draws back to the kind of content that I used to write in the media house. It was resonating with the relationships. And so most of the time I could pick some experiences that I, I actually underwent. And so starting my journey off in the digital space where branding, marketing is it is a must do in every single day. I had to now look at it in that way. And actually, I remember that particular day when I was writing that article, I was from a date. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, 
I always want to represent myself the best. Mm-hmm. And that means when it comes to business, we always want to always represent our brand the best, our products, our services. And the way we speak, the way we engage with our customers, it's like in a romantic kind of relationship because you want to draw them near. You want to communicate to them at heart and you want them to be part of your brand. As much as some of them wouldn't buy, they will actually look forward to creating more referrals and loving your brand. And that's why most of the time we talk about create a brand that is lovable, Mm -hmm. a brand that is communicating, a brand that speaks to the hearts of the people. And that's how we usually talk about when it comes to relationships. You have to speak to somebody's heart. And I love what you talked about is brand needs to resonate. I love the way you said that to resonate, it starts within you where you talk from your heart. And -hmm. in the process, you're creating a lovable brand. I love that. And I love the simplicity with which you're explaining and communicating because you know, many a time we start putting on a business voice and it's very tough to listen to somebody's business voice and paraphrase and translate and understand. I love the mm-hmm. simplicity with which you are sharing, which takes you. me to, you know, on Twitter recently, you said the two words I remind myself of single day, every single day is everyone matters. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, let's take it beyond the business world. Okay, this is something which is very profound, very deep, especially in today's world. Tell me a little bit about the thought, bigger purpose, and what made Janet think about this and put this on Twitter. I remember when it actually takes me back to the journey, me starting as a digital marketer on social media. At first, I could get a lot of backlash from my fellow um, Twitter marketers, so here in Kenya, sometimes I could write something and people will be like, mm, no, you are not the expert. That is for the expert you just started the other day or you just came and found us here, but you are communicating as if you know it all. So for me, it was a challenge at first. At first, I could actually go ahead and block them, mute them, and maybe unfollow them because I don't want to listen to any negative comments. I don't want anything to do with negative feedback because I felt like it was draining my energy. Mm-hmm. But as time went by, I realized, oh, actually, this idea of being praised over and over again, it's making me not think further not open up my mind, be creative in uh, the way I approach my content, share my personality, and also spark new ideas that I can actually use to build my brand better. And so I started now focusing more on everyone. It can be the negative, the positive, the neutral comments. I will take time to respond to them, engage with them, and have a conversation with them. At the end of the day, I realized I was getting a lot of great feedbacks on how I can build my brand using the negative and the so mean comments from other people. And so that's when I realized, actually, everyone matters. It doesn't mean when somebody gives you a negative feedback, you need to block that person. Mm-hmm. Even in business, it's the same. The people with the negative comments are the ones who give you a reason to why you should look for a solution so that you can give it to them. And actually, in one or the other, they are the ones who help you grow, build a better uh, product, a quality product, and give them value for their money. 
even for brands, individual mm-hmm. brands, it can be personal brands. Those people who are throwing stones on you are the people who are actually looking forward to growing you. If you use it for the better, you'll become better. Look at me right now. Three years down the line, I wouldn't have imagined that I would be where I am right now. Five years down the line, in 2015, July, I had zero followers. Mm. <laughs> zero. Look at me at 2021. I not only have the followers, I have a great network that I actually pride in. For example, the way I met you is through a network, a referral. And that's what I actually say. Don't look at some people as important than the other. Everybody. Give everybody a chance. Everybody. Exactly. And you know, a few things as I dissect your thoughts that come to my mind. One is I was talking to a super CEO. You know, what we built was initially he had created an environment where everybody would just praise him. Mm-hmm. And then we created this whole thought process in his mind where he would tell people that if you don't challenge me, you weaken me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in the world, you need to be challenged for you to evolve and get better mm-hmm. because otherwise you become extinct very easily. Yeah. And the second thing also is, you know, as you were talking about, you know, negative feedback, I really feel it's very important to have clarity about you and how you see yourself. Because once you have the self-confidence and which, Janet, you really have a lot and you have that blended with a lot of humility, I think that self-confidence is first required for you to then listen to my feedback mm-hmm. in a very detached way. Because if I'm not confident about myself and you give me feedback, I right away get scared and then mm-hmm. I don't act. And you are so calm about positive and negative feedback both. I really love the way you blend both your purposes to be better and you're harnessing the negative feedback, if any, to make sure you use it, but you process, but you are not any less confident. And I love that blend of openness. It's really an amazing message that you're sharing. Thank you. Thank you. So I just want to look at a little bit on the business world. You have had a lot of success and from 2015 to where you are, if I do extrapolating and exponentially you will grow, you know, I'm just thinking that by 2025, 2030, wow, like I just can't even comprehend where you would be. So how do you measure success? How do you define a win big in your journey, professional journey? Wow. I have different ways on how I actually measure it. And I don't look at it majorly from the kind of the, the, how fat my bank is <laughs> in balance or how many clients I have, but how many people have I impacted? Mm-hmm. More so when it comes to social media, I'll take you back to the negative comments and the kind of mean people who send mean comments. The fact that I have been able to create some to become friends who have given me an opportunity to get more referrals is a plus mm-hmm. from people who are who actually have are not there for the good, but you show them how it's awesome to be okay with everybody and to listen to everybody and to comment to them how matter how they are, their comment, how negative they are, or however they put it in terms of how they would love to communicate it. So that has uh, the aspect of doing that, like creating a relationship from people who might look like my enemies is a plus. And 
through doing that, they have become my major referral network. They give me opportunities. They talk about me in conferences, in workshops, in front of big brands, and they're always ready to say, yes, please go for Janet. That is something that I can say that I've successfully managed to create a community of people who not only look at uh, just throwing stones to people, but also growing them in their process. Because mm. that's what we pride in. Because that's what ends up generating me income. That's what ends up growing my brand as ATC Digital Academy and my personal brand as Janet Machuka. So the essence of community is my biggest win. And I'm so glad I've been able to help even other people, companies create communities that they can pride in as I create mine, that is constantly, sometimes I actually forget to tweet or say, today I'm not going to tweet, today I'm not going to say anything. And I get people calling me, even DMs, hi, we are here waiting. Don't forget that we are here to read your content. We are here to learn from you. So that always gives me a push to know that there is something positive I'm doing in the community. There is something positive I'm doing in the digital space. And as much as I sometimes I can put my efforts without necessarily gaining monetary value, at least I gave somebody a chance to get a new job. I gave somebody a chance to learn. And I gave somebody a chance to pride in the fact that in digital space, as much as you might have not met people physically, they are very awesome, amazing people there. I love that you talked about how you're making an impact and it's the positive impact. And I just feel it's so fascinating that even if there was one person waiting for the content that you create, that's one more than most of us have. Mm-hmm. And I think this is fascinating on how you have created a brand, a reputation, a niche where people expect this content from you. And mm-hmm. it's like really very intense wisdom when you talk about you're not measuring success by bank balance to everything those are all trailing indicators not leading it's all about the number of people you touch Uh so looking at your wisdom i really have to ask you you know janet how did you become so smart like how did you become so wise is there a person that inspired you you know anybody you can talk about like where is this source of this major wisdom and I'm just talking to you for half an hour. and I'm just blown by your wisdom. So what's the source of your wisdom? Well, I believe I am smart. I can't say I was born smart, but the kind of life that I've gone through and I've grown in has given me an opportunity to always look at the brighter side of life and always pride in whatever that I do and how I impact people. And that actually draws back to how I was raised and how I've fought through this um, journey of my life to grow from the village to where I am. So I can say it's just through my journey and how I have been able to meet people and also the ability to always give everybody an opportunity to talk or to give me an idea and not always looking at one person as a mentor, but looking at everybody as I, I meet is has actually something that I don't have and I have something that I can learn from uh, that I don't know about. And something else is, I can say, is um, growing in a real world where everything you have to like fight by yourself, get it by yourself, uh, be able to get it by yourself. You will know the essence and importance of knowing people 
having a community and constantly giving people value for what you do, for what you, you create, and them giving you value in return. So it's a bit about my journey. I can't really say I have a particular person, but I usually look at everybody as a person who can at least give me something that I don't know about. And I usually look at it as every single day is a new day for me. It's a new day to meet a June. Today I met a June. Tomorrow I meet another person. That's how I keep on adding something positive in my life. Some people I meet, they tell me, oh, you don't like you like this. We like you like that. Sometimes you sit and be like, mm, okay, I'll try this. But if it doesn't work, I'll go back to the me. <laughs> I love that. I love uh, you know, positivity I, and the self-confidence. That's really fascinating. So thank Janet, you. with all your wisdom, you're welcome. Absolutely. I truly appreciate that. So Janet, with all your wisdom, if you could go back mm -hmm. and let's see, meet the 15-year-old Janet who's ready to dream big, what would be one piece of advice you would give to that amazing kiddo, Janet? She can be whoever she want to be. That's it. Because I remember I have actually changed my careers and my ambitions, my interests every single time. And I like the fact that my parents, my mom, gave me this opportunity to always find out who is Janet. Mm -hmm. And by finding who is Janet is me trying things that interest me, things that I would want to actually, without necessarily being pushed, oh, go ahead and be a lawyer, or go be a doctor, be a nurse, as much as I was very smart in school, you know? So that alone, I think I, I told myself that when I was in standard eight, in my junior school, I was like, Janet, you can be anybody you want to be. And that's how I've become. Brilliant. So the advice is to all of us, believe that you can be anybody you want to be. So Janet, as you have this very rapidly accelerating career, I really believe that success like this or any success cannot be sustained without a process. Okay. So could you shed little light on work life? What's the first thing you do when you start your day? And what's the last thing you do when you're wrapping up your day? that would inspire us in our journey to be like you. <laughs> I always tell people, gain something from me. Don't be like me, but be somebody better than me. And that's what even our teachers used to tell us. <laughs> be somebody who is better than them. And so my day basically is I work from home. I've never worked in an office as in where I have to wake up every morning and go to work. Uh, since I graduated uh, in 2018, I've been like, I have to, I adapted work from home before COVID-19, by the way. So for me, I think I, I, I didn't see COVID coming, but, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I, I started earlier because digital was a space where I could move freely. I could meet my clients freely. So different days have different routines for me. There are some days I'll have to wake up and go to and uh, go to office, offices to meet uh, my clients. There are some days I'll have to do presentations. There are some days I wake up and and be like, okay, the morning times I'm just gonna do cleaning in the house, and then in the afternoon I'll jump into my meetings. So I don't have a specific routine, but every single day I look at it as a new day, mm -hmm. and actually it has really helped me to to also try out new things without necessarily having a pre-planned day that sometimes I feel like I can limit myself is the same thing that I actually do on social media. I never schedule my tweets. Hmm. I feel like there is, there is when I do my tweets live there and then, 
they have a better impact than when I schedule them. I don't believe in creating thoughts for tomorrow, like for for next week, creating tweets for next week. Come on, what will we be doing next week? <laughs> Let the moment flow. Hmm. It's the same thing when you are in a date. You don't schedule a date, comment and all the words. You need to say whatever that you want to say there and then. So how can you do that? How can you achieve that? It's time. It doesn't mean that planning always saves you time. But you can plan. But no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And one thing that I've actually been taught by my brand manager. I have a brand manager and actually he doesn't manage me per, let's say, social media, but he gives me ideas on how to go about some things that I don't know because I think I skyrocketed on social digital marketing very fast than I thought. So I needed somebody to get me on how to do with some things. And so sometimes I find that I don't know, I used to procrastinate a lot. I could say, I'll do this tomorrow, not today. I'll do this tomorrow. And then I came to really used to, used to tell me by evening, I need you to tell me everything has been done so that I can give you an opportunity to go and sleep. And I'm like, oh my God, what kind of life is this? And then I realized spending three minutes to reply to an email that you said you reply tomorrow will save you a lot of time tomorrow to do other things. Spending that one hour for a, a podcast session with a June Today, it's better than saying, oh, let's, let's, let's just do it next month. What if next month there are new things to do? Hmm. You know? So that's how I actually take life. Every single day is a new day. I love that. Every day, yeah. I have to do it differently. I love the blending of both concepts. Mm-hmm. That every day is a new day. And also your spontaneity in every time, in every situation, whether it's a tweet or this conversation, or <laughs> when you're out on a date. Always you're being you (laughs) and being that Janet who is in here and now and present Uh and not pre-planning because I love that spontaneity because that makes it authentic. So, you know, this is a fascinating conversation. As we try to wrap this, what would you want your listeners to know about that we may not have already talked about that they already do not know about you? Whatever that I want to share to my listeners and on my digital spaces, I think it's already there. Whatever that I don't want to share, just know that that is off limits. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, what I can just crown by telling my listeners is you can be whatever you want to be in terms of even digital marketing, but always look forward to meeting new people. Look forward to finding new platforms. Look forward to practicing whatever that you learn. You know, most of the times we usually just listen, listen. We get inspired that particular moment and then we sleep tomorrow. Mm, we have forgotten what Ajun said, what Janet Machuka said, you know. But if we con- if we try something that you feel like, yes, this has interested me, there's something inspiring, I want to do it, go down to it, do your research. Try it. If it doesn't work, reach out to that person. And something else, as much as you can hear very big names out here, it can be Janet Machuka, it can be a June, it can be Gary V, whoever that you have heard that is the expert in the field. Don't feel like they are far from your reach. Social media and digital space has made uh, communication and reaching out to people very easily. Mm-hmm. 
do an email, do that email, do that tweet, do that DM. They might take time, but eventually they will respond. And that's how I've been able to create my communities. I used to look at Garivi Nyoskaf and be like, wow, how can I get to this position? I started, I, sometimes I would DM them. Sometimes I'll ask them questions. And then I realized these people actually respond. It's just the fear that we have will be like, oh, they have so many followers. They might look, they're very busy. Very many people are comment, uh, responding to them. So they wouldn't have time for me. People have time for you, but you have to believe in yourself first. You have question. to have the confidence to click that button of send, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think you really have to, as you're talking about, you really have to see yourself, like each one of us have to see ourselves mm-hmm. as worthy of a conversation with every person on this planet. Because you and I are equal human beings, like we both mm-hmm. have the same right. And I have every right to ask you a question. And seeing yourself there, instead of saying that Janet is that that amazing person, why would I even, why would she even talk to me? No. Mm-hmm. If she's busy, she'll reach out at a later time. Or, you know, she may have the, the choice not to talk to me, but I feel I'm worthy of a conversation. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So Janet, here's the final question. And I thought about this a lot when I read your bio. This is a more personal intrigue or a fascination for me is in the last five years or six years, you have accomplished a lot. Where is the Jeanette Machuka brand going? Where should I expect the Jeanette brand, let's say in 2025 or 2030? Where you'll expect it, I started as is actually, the journey is continuing and being part of your podcast is part of that journey. And this is what I mean. I want to be an international speaker, not only from the digital space, but I want, I want to be part of one of the strongest digital marketing schools where I can do speak freely to people. It can be in conferences, the international conferences now, and then talk about even educating the, the, the public and people who are interested in digital marketing. I want to change Africa. I know very many people are doing that, but I know my way is unique from the rest. Mm -hmm. And I can still, it's not like for them who are doing the same, they will capture everybody, but I'm here to get the ones that they haven't reached out to. So I'm seeing myself as bringing all the content creators in Africa together to share their knowledge, to learn together and to cause the governments in different countries in Africa to invest in internet electricity so that people can be able to be connected with digital marketing and all the digital spaces because there's a lot of jobs there. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what you have to drive with. Not only marketing, but all the other digital spaces have other jobs that haven't actually not that have are not grouped under digital marketing. So that's what I want to cause. I want to be somebody who stars the conversations for Africa to grow, for Africa to be connected to the entire world, not only for phone calls and messages, but also the internet where people can learn, people can, I know people will talk about some are poor, yes. In every society, you can't miss those levels, Mm -hmm. but we can always do something before we leave this world. We can always impact them some. And that's what I believe I'm doing. And you know, when you talked about 
you wanting to be the super international speaker, what I feel is you're already there. You have the content, <laughs> you have the message, you have the simplicity of thought, and you connect to a bigger vision of having an impact, not just in one person's life, not in one country's life, uh-huh. but for a whole continent. Okay? I just think it's just a matter of time where the right opportunity is literally being cooked for you and should be in front of you because you are doing everything. And I'm really fascinated and I do a decent amount of speaking myself. And as I'm listening to you, I'm just visualizing, closing my eyes a little, what it would feel like to listen to Jeanette Machuka on a stage. And I really think the audience is in for a treat worldwide when these start happening at a higher frequency. So Janet, you are simply awesome. Thank you for sharing this conversation with me, this content. I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was a heavy statement and I appreciate that. Absolutely. So it truly is a pleasure and an honor to have this conversation with Janet Machuka. And what I really learned is to keep things simple, authentic from the heart. But Janet talked about how content must resonate. There has to be spontaneity. You cannot pre-schedule content. And I had a big laugh and she said, you cannot pre-plan your conversation during a date. I'm like, wow, that's deep. Like every single person on this planet must know that. And then I love the spontaneity and the whole concept that every person matters, the self-confidence. Again, thank you, Janet. Thank you all for listening to Secrets to Win Big. And I'm really fortunate to have this conversation with thought leaders from all over the world. And this one was very intriguing and I learned a lot. Thank you all. Happy listening and looking forward to another conversation on Secrets to Win Big. Thank you. You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.